Reddit, home to cute cat pictures, investment advice, niche hobby discussions, celebrity interviews, edgy memes, wholesome memes, and everything in between, has been facilitating discussion on the internet since 2005. Up until 2010, I would still be talking to people, experts in media in particular, who could not fathom that people would want to consume content from strangers on the internet. But it turns out that the desire to debate, befriend, and lurk on internet strangers runs deep, and the website's user base has grown consistently, reaching around 57 million daily active users today. We use the site to post and consume news, memes, questions, and even advice that can royal markets. Like when Redditors organized the short squeeze on GameStop. Look at Reddit, namely the forum Wall Street Bet, encouraging each other to push shares higher and squeeze out short sellers. And while offensive Reddit communities have proliferated in the past, in the last few years, the company has cleaned up its act as it prepares for an eventual IPO. Every single platform that's out there starts that way. Hey, we're going to be the we're going to be the the public space, and then the advertisers come in and say, "Ooh, ooh, dude, what, what's that? Uh, I I don't want to be near that." However, Reddit still isn't turning a profit. So now, the company is charging everyone, from giant corporations like Google to small third-party developers alike, for access to its Application Programming Interface, or API. The price hikes have led some beloved third-party Reddit apps like Apollo to shut down, instigating an uproar among the website's community of volunteer moderators, who often rely on third-party apps to run the site's 100,000-plus discussion communities, called subreddits. Many moderators say that Reddit's official app is clunky and doesn't offer the same functionalities. We accepted that there was going to be a charge for API access now. Mostly what we were hoping they would do is just slow down. You know, make it so that communities and developers, if they wanted to, could adjust to the changes that they were making. Of course, that didn't end up happening. Despite extensive protests in which thousands of moderators made their communities private and therefore inaccessible, the API pricing changes took effect on July 1st, as planned. Once Reddit threatened to remove moderators who were holding out, nearly all communities reopened. But tensions remain high, and some say that if Reddit doesn't rebuild trust, its most passionate users will go elsewhere, threatening the company's valuation. So Reddit is nothing without those communities. They need us far more than we need them. Reddit lore traces the company's origins to a Waffle House in Charlottesville, near the University of Virginia, the alma mater of co-founders Alexis Ohanian and Steve Huffman. I walked out of an LSAT in the middle of, uh, like 30 minutes into it, while I was there at UVA, I think it was my second or my third year, and went to that Waffle House, realized I didn't want to be a lawyer, and <laughs> realized I'd better start a company uh, to do something with myself after graduation. In 2005, during Ohanian and Huffman's senior year, startup accelerator Y Combinator was just getting off the ground. The two had met founder Paul Graham at a talk and pitched him on a mobile ordering service, which he turned down. But they kept in touch, and Graham eventually suggested that the recent grads build what he called the front page of the internet. That would become Reddit's initial slogan. Y Combinator invested just $12,000 at first, and Reddit officially became a part of its first batch of companies. But they had to fake it till they made it for a while. The first probably, like, month, month and a half, a good number of the folks posting were just me and Steve under usernames that we just invented from like objects in the room, just random stuff, just so that it would look like there was some activity. But real user activity picked up, and just 16 months after its founding, Reddit was acquired for $10 million by Condé Nast. 
That was before many familiar features of the website had even taken shape, like user-generated subreddits, which were introduced in 2008, or the Ask Me Anything community, formed in 2009, where celebrities from Obama to Bill Gates, as well as interesting folks from all walks of life, answer questions from everyday Reddit users. By 2010, co-founders Ohanian and Huffman were no longer involved in day-to-day operations, but the site continued to grow, eventually surpassing its rivals like Dig, which was also doing social news aggregation. And once Dig kind of uh, started circling the drain, that's when I discovered Reddit, and it was a lot of what I was really looking for, and uh, I just really fell in love with the platform. Croach moderates the gaming subreddit, now the third largest community on the site, with about 38 million members. The ability to join interest-based subreddits and thereby personalize your content is what drew him in. And then, you know, your feed ends up being, you know, as as wildly diverse or as laser-focused as you'd like it to be. Reddit's traffic grew exponentially after Condé Nast's acquisition. And by 2011, it was spun out as an independent company operating as a subsidiary of Condé Nast's owner, Advanced Publications. Reddit courted advertisers and developed a paid membership plan called Reddit Gold, now called Reddit Premium, which gives users access to special features. But the company wasn't, and still isn't, profitable. I think it was fashionable back then to want to just grow. And, and Facebook had proven out so well that if you focus on growth and then have a critical mass of users, you could make money. On the one hand, Reddit's niche communities were ideal places for targeted advertising. But the company's permissive attitude towards questionable content also posed a problem. Reddit is a kind of a perfect environment for advertising because the communities can get so specific and so passionate about whatever it is that they're discussing. Uh, But Reddit has had challenges over the years with hate speech and um, other things that are maybe not brand friendly. So as the site began reaching a broader audience, the company finally started cracking down. Ohanian rejoined Reddit as executive chairman in 2014, and Huffman rejoined as CEO in 2015. This time around, Ohanian said he wanted to rein in some of the site's more toxic subcultures. In 2015, a new anti-harassment policy led to the banning of some hateful communities, but certainly not all. You know, coming back, my perspective on, on that really had shifted, and I'd also seen, you know, over half a decade, a ton of communities emerge. I mean, like, watch people die uh, is one that's pretty well documented, but like, that I was just violently opposed to. Uh, like, that, that had no business value, that had no societal value. It would take until 2019, after a massacre at a mosque in New Zealand, for Reddit to finally ban the Watch People Die subreddit. Then, in the wake of George Floyd's murder in 2020, Ohanian resigned from the company's board, urging Reddit to replace him with a black candidate which the company honored. I hoped that uh, Reddit would finally get a hate policy so that we could ban those thousands of hate communities that were up, which happened you know, a few weeks after I resigned. Reddit ultimately banned about 2,000 subreddits, including The Donald, Chapo Trap House, and Gender Critical. Gilbert saw this as a turning point in Reddit's sometimes tenuous relationship with its volunteer moderators, many of whom had long been asking for the company's help in fighting hate speech. Now you can action that kind of hatred now that you have it actually solidified in the rules themselves. And so it wasn't just that, they started supporting their moderators in all kinds of other ways. At this point is when they really started getting serious about developing the tools, moderation tools, and putting sort of a lot of real effort into them. By now, the company had raised $300 million in its 2019 Series D funding round, led by Chinese tech giant Tencent, 
and was gearing up for two additional funding rounds in 2021, which together would net the company an additional $778 million. With the world stuck inside during COVID, engagement continued to increase. The site saw a 26% jump among U.S. users in 2020. Then, in the beginning of 2021, Reddit made headlines when users in the subreddit WallStreetBets organized a short squeeze on GameStop, the struggling video game retailer. As Redditors drove up the price of the stock, some amateur investors made serious money, while hedge funds lost billions. Subsequent so-called meme stocks, like AMC, kept Reddit in the news for months. By summer 2021, Reddit was valued at $10 billion, and advertising was booming when the company filed for an IPO at the end of the year. So uh, it had only $22 million in, uh, in ad revenue in 2016, and that it's ballooned up to $372 million in 2022. Growth has slowed pretty significantly since then, you know, partially due to you know, external factors like the worldwide economy and just the general slowdown in uh, social media ad spending that we're seeing. Uncertainty in the broader economy has also caused Fidelity, which led Reddit's most recent funding round, to cut Reddit's valuation by 45% to around $5.5 billion in June of this year. And though Reddit is the 21st most visited website in the world, it still lags far behind social media behemoths like Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook when it comes to revenue. We estimate that it has about one-seventh the revenue of Twitter worldwide this year. So Twitter is at about $3 billion. And Reddit's revenue is like a rounding error on Facebook, um, which we're estimating to be over 80 billion worldwide, and Instagram, which is over 40 billion. Now, Reddit wants to turn a profit. And as companies like OpenAI and Google scrape forums like Reddit in order to train large language models, Reddit wants them to pay for its data. Huffman announced in April that Reddit would start charging for access to its API which is the gateway through which companies can download all of Reddit's user-generated content. But it's not just tech giants who use Reddit's API. Many popular third-party mobile apps and moderator tools also rely on API access, which was previously free. These third-party apps are largely just alternatives to Reddit's official mobile app, which didn't even exist until 2016. But when third-party developers learned about the new pricing structure at the end of May, many realized that they just couldn't afford it. Most companies, whenever they have significant API changes, you know, they give anywhere from like three to sometimes like 15 months for developers to acclimate to these big changes. And with Reddit kind of coming out of the gate and saying, you know, you have 30 days to figure this out, you know, to figure out such a drastic change. I mean, that that is an impossible task for many of those third party developers. The new pricing structure caused apps like Apollo, RIF is Fun, Red Planet, and Sync to shut down, a blow to their loyal users who said they have sleeker user interfaces and more features than the official Reddit app, and made browsing and moderating the site more intuitive. The developer of Apollo said that it would cost him over $20 million per year to operate given Reddit's current API prices. I think that they missed the mark on how much they charged. The pricing changes caused a particular uproar in a subreddit for blind users, who relied upon many of the third-party app's accessibility features. Blind moderators claim that it's very difficult to moderate on mobile using Reddit's app, something that Reddit says it's currently working to improve. In total, over 8,000 subreddits participated in a site-wide blackout from June 12th to 14th to protest the changes. Many communities stayed closed much longer, while others labeled themselves not safe for work, automatically making them ineligible spaces for advertising. We're absolutely seeing the worst protests Reddit's ever seen, and Reddit's seen a lot of this sort of stuff. Under pressure from Reddit admins, almost all Reddit communities are open again and operating normally, 
with some notable exceptions. For example, the Picks and GIFs subreddits are now limited to featuring Picks and GIFs of comedian John Oliver. And moderators of the popular Ask Me Anything subreddit said that they will no longer organize interviews with celebrities and other high-profile figures, which has long been a big driver of engagement. They're not burning things down. They're saying, hey, you know, you didn't listen to me then. Can you listen to me now? Reddit is rolling out a number of new moderator tools for its native app, but the company's overall response has left many moderators unimpressed. In an interview with NBC News, Huffman compared moderators to landed gentry, saying that the control that they have over the communities they moderate is undemocratic, and that the protests are not representative of average user sentiment. Leaving aside how like ahistorical that comparison is, um, that's also been you know incredibly damaging and has really, really eroded the trust that um, moderators have had with the administrators, like in a way that like it's. I think, hard to predict the long-term consequences and impact of that. Gilbert and other moderators worry that this could be the beginning of a slow decline for Reddit, an outcome that nobody wants. Everyone in this situation is passionate for the success of Reddit. Reddit needs to realize that that passion is what's driving all of this anger and upset at them. And they need to work with us and work with other moderators and work with the app developers to find a solution that's better for everyone, including Reddit, because Reddit needs us to be there. Reddit is nothing without the communities. In June, Reddit laid off about 5% of its staff and reduced the number of roles it was hiring for as it looks towards eventual profitability and an IPO. Now, the tech world is watching to see how tensions between the company and its own community continue to play out. Hopefully, everyone says, they can get on the same team. Any kind of dissent comes from some kind of love. Because you wouldn't want, you wouldn't want to protest something you didn't care about.